0: This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishnanos. We are doing the Narad Bhakti Sutra. Uh, we had completed till Sutra 9. So we are going to do Sutra 10 onwards. If you remember, yesterday we were doing something about renunciation. So we are going to continue the same thing in Sutra 10 also. So Narada says... Renunciation of all other support is wholeheartedness in devotion. When a devotee is experiencing the devotion of the Lord, which means there is a single pointed devotion of the Lord. At that point in time, there can be no other entity That means a person, an object or any other thing over there. I will give you a certain examples about this. In the material world, we practice this very, very religiously. How do we practice this religiously? i should i should you know put that in uh, open and close inverted commas religiously it is because you are married to one person you are completely focused on this person can you have another person in your vicinity anywhere so can a, a lady who is married to a man have another man to whom she is in love with? You understand there is a problem there. Similarly, a man who is married to a woman, can he have another woman over there? Then do you call it a single-pointedness? No. So in the material world, if you can definitely know what it means to have a single-pointedness, how is it that in the spiritual, You have so many different things around you. Renunciation has to be absolute. Which means you cannot have any support of any other object in this. So if the idea is that I am in love with the divine. How can I have? love for my father, mother, brother, sister, husband, wife, teacher. You understand all these things, they, they create a lot of problems. That means you are not 100% into anything. It is the same thing whereas your career is concerned. If your career is in one particular field, And if you are doing two, three other things, do you know how much of a problem you are going to face? Let us say, you know, in the olden times, there were people who would drop newspapers or deliver milk at the homes of people. They would go on a cycle and drop newspapers here, there, and uh, they would give the milk. Earlier it was milk bottles and then it was the milk sashes. After that, this boy will go to school. And then after the school is over, he goes to the cricket field and plays cricket over there. So morning time he is doing one, then he is doing another and then he is doing the third thing. Do you think that he is going to be religiously, single pointedly, Devoted to anything? Take the case of Sachin Tendulkar. Now, I was staying very close to the place where he used to practice. And his school was just behind, in the sense, about a kilometer away from my house. He would start very early in the morning from his house. That too, he used to stay in Bandra, Kalanagar. From there, he and his father would start. He would be dropped at Shivaji Park. That is about, say, 7-8 kilometers. Early in the morning, 5-5.30 in the morning. He would be playing cricket from morning till the time he has to go to school. Naturally, he has to get some degree, some certificate, isn't it? So he would go to his school. Then again in the evening, he's back in the same place. This Shivaji Park, Jimkhana place was literally like for him, the single pointedness. And then he went on to became, become one of the greatest cricketers of all time. So in his life, he was dedicated to this one object only, cricket. There are people in this world who don't know in which field they are going to be. To develop that single-pointedness, first you have to remove the shaft. You understand removing the shaft means what? Those who know how to clean the heat, you have to remove the shaft first. It is the same thing. First you remove those things which are going to trouble you in the vicinity. You cannot have this you know distractions next to you. If there are distractions you are never going to be single pointed. Oh on Monday I will go and do puja to this Devi or some Devta. On Tuesday I have this Vrata. On Wednesday I will go to say church. Okay. Thursday I will do you know some Aarti. Friday I have Santoshi Mata. Saturday I have to go to Anumanji Temple, and Sunday that's a day of rest. So, you know. So you take a rest. This stupidity can never get you anywhere. Can you just have one, one in your mind? One. Don't have hundreds of things, you know. it's like somebody will say i love bal krishna okay you love bal krishna then what are you going to do with all the shivas that are there all the parvatis that are there huh? all the vishnus that are there what are you going to do with them and all the devi devatas that are there in the earlier 5 minutes ago i was talking about human beings now i'm talking about gods If you are going to be praying to hundreds of gods, let me tell you one thing. You are going to make all of them angry. You know why? Because you can't have so many girlfriends. You understand? You better have only one. (laughs) So, (laughs) one boyfriend. You can't have 100 girlfriends, you know. Just imagine, you are doing some Saraswati Puja. Lakshmi is going to get so upset about it, you know. Oh, he is very pally with her. Understand this. You got to have that single pointedness. So he says, renunciation of all other supports, everything that you think is going to catch you and throw you out of that system. You better first remove it. Remove all those things. Otherwise, you are going to be very upset. Right? Right? You remember I tell stories at the end. So today I will also tell you one story in the end which talks about this kind of a thing. You have to hang on till another 50 minutes I think. More. <laughs> Alright. So let us come to this. So it has to be whole hearted, single pointed devotion. Got it? You really can't have any other per- person or thing coming up in the middle. No, I want to take my dog with me. Uh, sir, no dogs allowed. Alright? So this is how it is. You are socially, what do they say? Socially <laughs> distancing from everybody. <laughs> Likewise, you are going to socially distance yourself from all other gods and people in your world. Of course, if you really want to talk to all these people, you can make sign language and talk. Okay. You don't have to go near them. So, learn sign language. I was just thinking that today if if I can't go near a person, I don't want to shout, that other people are going to listen to me. You know, five feet away, everybody is like right around me. So, I better learn sign language and talk to the person. And the person from where I'm going to take the grocery, at the end, that person is still handling the money. So, digital currency is very, very important. So, I don't have to touch that person also. <laughs> So coming back to our next verse we are going to progress further in the same way. The verse 11 which is called uh, the Sutra 11 Narada says to perform all secular and religious functions that are congenial to him and to have total indifference to all actions that are hostile to him (laughs) that is the indifference. Think, what are we talking about over here? When you are single pointedly devoted to one person, that is the God Almighty. I say don't make statements over here because it affects this, okay? Ah, you'll have to increase your volume. All right. To perform all secular and religious functions that are congenial to him and to have total indifference in all actions that are hostile to him, that is the indifference. Which means that suppose on one side, I am doing Devi Prathana. Okay. I am trying to raise the Shakti inside. And I am I am the person who is a sakta. On one side, I am trying to say, Oh, Devi, I want to do this to you. And on the other side, you are saying, Krishna, I want to be with you. Well, you can't have both these things. You need to have only one. Narada says only Narayan, Narayan. Remember that. He doesn't say, you know, (laughs) some other name. Does he take some other name? Likewise, we have to do exactly that. Even if it is Jesus Christ, he said father in heaven. He never said any other name. Correct? So why is it that you have to take so many other names? He says to perform all secular and religious functions. Only those things which are related to the supreme divine consciousness you can do. And the rest of them, please have indifference towards them indifference means very simply you don't have to actually participate in all these things think i told you all the other gods goddesses devi devtas that are there they are from a different realm altogether they come from the the womb of prakriti all these gods Like Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, you name it. Every God that is there comes from the womb of Prakriti. The Supreme Divine Consciousness as mentioned by Narada, as mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, Supreme Divine Consciousness is only one. In our world we call Him Krishna. So whereas Krishna is concerned, He is unborn. Yeah, when he took birth, I explained to you two days ago that when he took birth as Krishna, when he was playing in Vrindavan and Gokula and all those places, he had to do something. That is why he took birth. Got it? The other part about this is, if you recollect, in the Bible also there is a particular mention. When Jesus Christ was there on earth, He was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. After He died on the cross and He was kept in that vault. and when He came out after three days, that was not Jesus Christ. That is basically the divine being The supreme divine being. He came. So nobody could recognize him. I hope you understand this. And after that he disappeared. There is no mention that he was there. He addressed all his apostles. And then he went away. First he met Mary on the way. Mary Magdalene. So this is the way it is. The Supreme Divine Consciousness is unique. So at such point in time, whatever you are doing, you are doing only for that one. If I am doing a Devi Suktam on one side and then I am doing some other, then I am doing some other and finally I am doing something related to Krishna, that doesn't gel well. I can't have too many wives like I said, you know. You have to be single pointed. That means all other things have to drop. Otherwise it's going to create a terrible problem. So we never get into this. Is it clear? Good. Good. Now, there is a rider in this next verse. Sutra 12 says, After having decided to live the life of a wholehearted devotion, let there be protection of the scriptural teachings. What do the scriptures say? First and foremost, you got to know that you got to first believe in the scriptures. You see, if you don't believe in the scriptures, then the whole theory falls down. Nothing remains. So always first believe in the scriptures. Just the way the Hindus are believing in the Vedas, the Bhagavad Gita and all the other stories that are there, Some people consider Ramayana and Mahabharata as mythological stories, you know, myths. No. They are stories written by sages and saints. That is the first thing that you got to understand. The other stories might be written. You see, in our normal life, we have so many people writing stories, you see, from Agatha Christie to this to that. You understand, no? There are too many other writers. Now they are not sanctioned by the Lord. But Valmiki who wrote the Ramayana was sanctioned by the Lord. So it is not a mythological story. So don't even think like that. It is not a myth. A story is written so that the simple mind like ours can understand You see, if I tell a child, if a child is asking me a question, how did I come into this picture? How was I born? Do you think you're going to tell your two or three-year-old child what you did? How did he come on this planet Earth? I'm sure you're not going to say that. You're going to give some kind of a story because it's a very tiny mind, you know. Minds get distracted. They, They can get lost. So it is better not to tell them what is the truth. At that time you create a story around it and you say to the child see this is the way you came in this world. So the stories are just so that you can the child can understand. So think about it. Vyasdev is an avatar of the Lord himself. Valmiki was sanctioned by Narada and also by the Lord to write his own story. So please do not discount them as some myths because there are lots of people in India who have got very big designations and names who keep on talking about Ramayana and Mahabharata are myths. Please don't say those words. They are not. If Valmiki, you cannot compare yourself to Valmiki. Alright? Whoever these people who are talking about myths and all, I I don't think they should compare themselves to Valmikis and Vyas Devs. Okay, Vyas Muni. So these are the truths. So we have to go as per what is written in those books. They are holy books. We believe in them. So first premise is you got to believe in the scriptures, whether you like it or not. There is an entire religion based on a book. I am sure you know what I am talking about. The Guru Granth Sahib. Isn't it? All your Sikh friends, Sikh, not Sikh, you know, not Sikh, S-I-K-H. The Sikh friends that are there, they have that book. If you go to the Golden Temple, You should see I stood there at 4 a.m. in the morning and was taking a darshan over there and such a beautiful thing. They believe in that scripture. Incidentally, I took the name of a very great devotee yesterday of Vithala Panduranga. If you remember, his name was Namdev. Do you know in this Guru Granth Sahib, there are 61 61 abhangas of namdev that is the truth and they believe in it so there is the sikhism on this side which has a book and they believe in their guru guru nanak so in the same way you got to believe in the scriptures the bible So many people dispute it. It is not correct. Believe in it. They say it's a word of God, isn't it? Quran, it's a word of God. In every book, there are stories and there are scriptures written in such a manner that many a times we do not understand them. So you need the right interpretation. And who else can give the right interpretation but the Guru? And that is why the Guru Granth Sahib says refer to the Guru. It is the same thing. Valmiki is a Guru. Vyasmani is a Guru. Hasn't he given such wonderful literature? We really believe in this. This is the truth about scriptures. So those who are on the path of devotion, and they have the single-pointed devotion, their whole hearted, their entire life, everything that they are doing on the path of devotion, it is under the protection of the scriptures. They follow the scriptures religiously. So if there is a story of Sri Krishna and it is mentioned that Sri Krishna robbed the curds and all those milk products you better believe in that. If they say that he lifted a mountain on his little finger you better believe in it. (laughs) Here we are talking about (laughs) devotion to the Lord. He is the supreme divine consciousness. He is the one who created the laws. Don't you think he can bend them also and he can use them the way he wants it? If he wants to come on this earth like a traveler, he can come on this earth like a traveler. Who says he is not allowed to? So this is the truth we have to know. And scriptures mention this very clearly. Okay? So, you who are sitting for this particular satsang wants to know about devotion. So, in the single pointed devotion, please do not doubt any scriptures. Do not doubt the word of your Guru. Because Guru is the one who unveils these scriptures to you. He tells you the truth behind it. Just yesterday I was doing a very ancient scripture which must be around 3,500 or 4,000 years old. I don't know how old it is. In that it was mentioned a very big, a very massive meteor came and hit the earth and destroyed everything You may say, how do these people know about it? But exactly in in that scripture it is written that it is going to happen again. So imagine, do you think it has not happened? It happens. What happens? There is a big ball of fire which comes straight crashing onto earth. And when it comes and crashes, there are lots of fires over there. There is a lot of the whole thing gets burned down. All the trees are burned down. And that is exactly what was written in that scripture. Unless and until somebody who is such a great person who has this idea, if he had not written, how would he know so many thousands of years ago that there is going to be such a kind of a thing? Now in Russia, there is that Tunguska you know, explosion that happened. You can go and Google it. I am sure at that point in time when it happened, when that thing came and crashed onto earth, the whole place got burnt down. Even the fires in Australia, are they not getting you know destroying that entire place? So if there is a mention, there is a mention. We try with our little minds to try to find out the dates. They, they try to say, you know, oh, do you know when this was born? Which year? Oh, what you are saying is wrong. What you are saying is wrong. Well, if everybody is wrong, then the scripture is also wrong. But no, what did I say to you? The first thing that you got to do is believe in the scriptures. Alright? So, those who are on the path of devotion, they will be protection from this scripture. And the teachings in it okay now this particular person who is a devotee why does he follow the scriptures why is he so religious about the scriptures because the scriptures say certain things so if krishna let us say take the case of krishna if krishna loves butter Ghee, milk, curds and you are going to give him yogurt. Now you will say yogurt is the same as a curd. Do you know it is different? Do you know it is different completely? The bacteria that is used for making dahi, curd which is Indian is completely different than what you use for making yogurt. Yogurt is an imported commodity. It is made by a different bacteria called Streptococcus. And this is Lactobacillus. It's a different one. Okay. So these two bacteria are not the same. You understand, no? If, if you put one African in front of an American, he's going to look different. huh? They're two different breeds, isn't it? So don't keep on mixing this bacteria with that one. Uh, You cannot say, you know, oh, coronavirus is is the same as some other virus. It's not the same. They are different. It's different. So if we are using the curd, the Indian curd has a lot of whey in it. Do you know this? It is not Greek curd also. So don't keep on mixing this. If Krishna likes that curd, use that curd, no? Don't use camel milk in it. You got what I am saying? No, I made curd out of camel milk. Krishna do, doesn't go and like camel milk or anything like that. He, if he says cow milk, then make it from cows only. No, Right? So give him that. If he says, I like, you know, ghee. Don't say, you know, I bought Amul Ghee and I gave him. Amul Ghee or this Ghee or that Ghee. Make Ghee at home. It's so simple. I think in one of my satsangs, I gave the whole technique of making Ghee at home. (laughs) So, (laughs) if it is written in the scriptures, you better follow it religiously. Okay? Don't say, I don't know. He likes Peda. Okay, let us say he likes Peda. (laughs) You know, Mathura peda is very, very good. Brown color stuff, no? And you will say, no. I am making of, you know, milk made. Milk made peda. I didn't know that. <laughs> or I am making of milk powder. Milk powder which I bought from some company. It's a very simple technique. Just use it. Again, the dispensation says, you know, <laughs> he says, Krishna likes these flowers. It is written in the scripture. Don't put plastic flowers in front of him. You see, people think that they can put plastic flowers in front of Krishna and Krishna is going to be very happy about it. It's like if you like Amrakhand. You know Amrakhand? I think some of you may know what Amrakhand and srikhand is. Okay? If you like Amrakhand, the one which is made out of mangoes and if I keep some other, you know, Pista, Badam or something like that, you are not going to like it. You are going to say, no, I love only Amrakhand. So if it is written in the scriptures, why do you keep on changing those things? Just give him that no. He will be happy with it. And what did he say? What does Krishna said? You know, was very simple thing. He says, if you don't have any of these things, you know, just give me one Tulsi ka patta. I am very happy with that. Tulsi, you know? What do you call Tulsi? Basil. Huh?" He will be happy. He is not going to ask you, milk. <laughs> you understand? He is not going to say these words to you. He is very happy with the basil leaf also. Okay? So, this is what you got to know. Happy with basil. Right? In his world, there are certain things that he loves. You need to honor them. So we move to the next sutra where it is very clear. He says, verse 13 says, or else there is a fear of fall from the spiritual path. Why is there a fall on the spiritual path? Many years ago, there was a very nice movie which had come. It was called Jai Santoshi Mata. You know, I, I use this example quite a lot. Jai Santoshi Mata. Mai to Arati utaro re Santoshi Mata ki. It's a very nice song, you know. In the past, we used to sing it. Kanan Kaushal and all those. I mean, you won't even know. Now, what happened was, in that it is very clearly written that goddess, Santoshi Mata, doesn't like anything khatta. Khatta means Sour. So please don't give anything sour to her. It was mentioned. So think about it. Tomorrow if I give something sour to her, you know, she she's going to get sour with you. Isn't it? Right? There are lots of people in our world, you know, they will say, I have an allergy. I have nuts allergy. Sir if you have nuts allergy and you are not taking the nuts for you it is okay but for giving it to Krishna no better listen to the words carefully. you see we have some I mean once in a year we have pujas over here and in the puja invariably somebody will come and will say can we make pure? puliyogare is made out of khatta ingredients i don't think krishna had any time had puliyogare you understand there is one deity in south india uh, he is a deity okay he may love puliyogare because he comes from the prakriti those who come from the prakriti they eat anything so if you give puliyogare to him he doesn't mind but don't give it to Krishna. Krishna doesn't know puliyogare for that matter. So please understand this verse is extremely important for you to follow. If Krishna says give me white color flowers don't go and give him some other you know, color flowers. If he is wearing yellow color dhoti, no? No, no, no. Uske green dhoti both achcha Orange dhoti. You think Krishna is some sannyasi or what? Putting orange dhoti to him? Somebody sent me one picture of Krishna today. And I said, you know, the first time I am seeing him not in blue color. He is black. He looks more like me. <laughs> so <laughs> the person is writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the answer is like that. I don't think, you know, there are... See, I, I was from the this paint industry. So I know the various shades are blue. Now don't think about the other blue, okay? Otherwise... Okay, there are too many other blues in this world. Nowadays it is free also. Okay, so let let us, so Krishna is blue. I mean, who told you this Krishna is blue? He is the color of the sky. Now, the moment you say color of the sky, the sky is blue. So we will paint him blue. No. He is the color of that sky which is, At the point of neither darkness nor light. Okay. It's a shade of gray. Okay. It's a grayish tone. The skin tone is different. If they say that he had 16,108 wives, do not discount it. Believe in it. So don't say anything against the scriptures in the first place because they are there. And if there is a mention, just go by it. Otherwise, there is a problem of falling down. Falling down on the spiritual path. So, you know, one day, One person came here and he brought a lot of stuff to do puja. And then he said, you know, I want to do puja, which is that from the heart. I said, very good, please do. And then he brought out some, you know, battis and this and that and all those things. And he kept it and he arranged it in a particular manner. I was asking him, why is he doing all these things? I don't know. Or oh, the left side, this goes, right side, this goes, this goes here and this goes there. Where is it written? In the scriptures. Very good. If it is written in the scriptures, exactly. Please understand, it is written in the scriptures. Otherwise, tomorrow I we'll, will put your nose on top over here and your mouth somewhere behind. Is that okay with you? No, no. Your eye better be here. One eye here and one eye here. It is going to be problematic for you. Right? So everything has to be in its own place. And then only it will be correct. So scriptures are written in a particular manner so that you follow them in a religious pattern. And if you do not follow them, then don't get into it. Just give one tulsi patta and be happy with it. Got it? So in this verse he says, follow this religiously. Otherwise there is a problem of falling down. So, Narada says, don't do this. Got it? So, now we move to 14, Sutra 14. The worldly duties in the various social contacts are also to be performed only to that extent so long as the consciousness of the external world continues with us. But activities such as eating etc. indeed will continue as long as the body exists. Now, this is in reference to the verse where I said you can't have too many girlfriends. Remember that verse, no? Because if I give a reference like this, only you will remember. You can't have too many husbands and too many wives like that. So, that reference is over here. What does he say? He's not talking about having two wives or two husbands. Okay, first, let us be clear, only one. So single-pointed devotion is one only. So there is only one Krishna. There is only one Supreme Divine Consciousness. There is only one Allah. There is only one Bhagwan. There is only one Father in heaven. We are only focused on that. Why did I take so many names? Because different people from different religions believe in that. And let them believe it is correct. They are right from their point of view. Nobody says they are wrong. So understand. We have established that there is a single-pointed devotion. Established it. I cannot have too many other cluttering my mind. So, I can't have too many gods and goddesses roaming around here and there. No. One Krishna is enough. You just do one prayer to him and say, Boss, my CET examination is going to You see, he is going to take care. Don't worry. He has a lot of pull, okay, in all these departments. <laughs> I am just joking, okay? You got to study, otherwise, tomorrow you will say, Guruji, you have to get engineering seat. I have to get engineering ka seat. Aisa hota hai. Okay? So, what I mean is very simply this that you got to study also, and that is what is mentioned in this verse. In this particular sutra, what he says, there are worldly duties that you got to perform. The worldly duties are connected to your family. People around you. Your country. Your religion. You know, you have to do something. Your community. The small community that you may be living in. You may have to pay the taxes in time. Everything has to be done. Correct? He's not discounting that over here. He's not saying that you are not supposed to do that. Narada says, if you got to eat, you got to eat. Don't say, no, Krishna is going to feed me. I am only devoted to Krishna, so Krishna you only, I will just open my mouth, you feed me. Nothing like that is going to happen. If you got to feed yourself, you got to feed yourself. But did you get what I am saying? These are things which you got to do. If you got to cook at home, cook at home. That is your job. A job is different than devotion. Okay? Job is a job. You owe it to somebody. Like you owe it to your company that you have to do a job. You have to pay. You know, they are paying you salary, isn't it? So if they are paying you salary, you got to do your job clearly. If you have a husband or a wife, you have to be the servant to that person. You have to be the servant to that person. Servant means you understand. Today's day, somebody wrote over here. You see, I do work for my husband and the husband does work for me. Like we are made for each other. M-A-I-D. Okay. My husband is made for me and I am made for my husband. M-A-I-D. Made. It's a stupid joke but do you get the point? You are a servant to your children so you have to serve them. You have to see to it that Whether you have to change your diapers or you have to put them in school or whether you have to give them education, you have to send them abroad for studies, you have to do whatever you got to, you got to do it. It is something that has to be done. It is a part and parcel of life. There is coronavirus here and you have to stay five feet away from people. You better stay five feet away. But it is mentioned, no? You stay five feet away. Stay five feet away. If Narendra Modi says you can't go out of this, okay, you have to. You cannot go out of that place. It's a law. If income tax department says, you know that now you don't have to file on 31st of March and you have to file on 30th of June, Nirmala Raman has said so, you got to do it. In America, Donald Trump has said, now please, you can go out and you can do shopping, but ensure that you don't stand together. You know why he is doing. Because the economy is derailed. Everywhere in India it is derailed. In America, it is derailed. China it is derailed. You got to give people their income. So you got to do something. Yes, coronavirus on one side, income on the other side. If I don't give you income, you have no know coronavirus, you can fight. Correct? You got a family to feed. So even if somebody gives you a doll, say hey, take this money. Doesn't mean that you can escape from it. So what you got to do, you got to do. So if you are sending money home to your parents, send it. It's an obligation that you owe them. Like I said, if you have to take care of your children, you have to take care of your children. Period. You take care of them. It's only when you become a sannyasi or something like that, then you can run away from home also. That's a different story. I don't think anybody wants to become a sannyasi in my group over here. <laughs> then, then renunciation is completely different. Okay, That's a different person altogether. Here he says, you have to be at home. You have to take care of your parents. You have to take care of your family. You have to... You know, ensure that you go to work. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to sleep. You have to get up. You have to do your jobs. Everything that is mentioned, you got to do. And you better do it diligently. This is what he says. The worldly duties in various social contexts are also to be performed only to that extent. Only to that extent. Don't fall in love. I mean, for love, there is only one person. Father in heaven, Krishna. That's it. Nobody else. You don't fall in love with anybody. Devotion is only to one. Supreme divine consciousness, Father in heaven, Krishna. All these names are one only. So we'll just say supreme divine. Okay. To supreme divine, only one love. Rest all people, infatuations. (laughs) They come and they go. You see, just like somebody says, you know, I have to be happy. I have to be happy with this person or I have to be happy with that person. Nobody denies you that. Narada will himself never deny you that. He says, oh, you want to be happy, go. What you got to do, you got to do. You have to eat, yes, you got to eat. You got to drink, you got to drink. You got to do what you got to do, you do it. But he says, only to that extent. So long as the consciousness of the external world continues with us, so long As the external consciousness continues with us, which means that if I am hungry, my stomach is growling, I got to eat. So you got to eat. Don't say, I have given all this up for Krishna. Krishna is going to say, what? You are giving up for me? I don't want you with me. Go, go away. Get lost. The reason is because he expects you to follow whatever the material worldly stuff is there. Also, eat your food. Come on, be happy. Don't stay hungry. You know, in the year now is going to come. The season of Lent is there, and after that there is something else, Ramadan. And in India we keep on doing all these kind of things throughout the year. We think that you know, Abhi, today we don't eat just after they are finished oh my god they literally fall on that food and everything as if there is no tomorrow you seen those people who go for that you know wearing that black color clothes what do you call them for the what do they what what do they do they go to south india no okay what do they do they go for 40 days 42 days, oh my God, 42 days you can't eat non-veg, you can't do this, you can't walk with your shoes on, you have to go you know, bare barefoot and you have to wear some blue-black color clothes and all that. After that, 42 days are over, they are literally like the hungriest people in the world. I mean, you don't do these kind of things, okay? Consciousness doesn't say, you know, you, you keep it away and that at one time you have to gorge yourself. Nothing like that. Don't do this kind of things. It's not important. All right. What you got to do is everything has to be done in moderation. Food, eat in moderation. Drink in moderation. You know, whatever that you do, everything has to be done in moderation. You just don't overdo anything. Narada says this. See, please understand, Narada also ate food. Okay. It's not that he kept on saying, Narayan, Narayan, Narayan. And then on one side, okay, wait, Narayan, I have to eat my food. He's not doing that. No. Narayan is going on in his mind also. While he is eating food, he is eating food because there is a Narayan sitting in his stomach also. That Narayan has to be fed. No. So he is going to feed the Narayan inside his body also. Narayan is everywhere. Right? So I, I hope you got the whole gist of this whole thing. Consciousness says, I am hungry. I got to eat. You better eat. Your children, they have to go to school, they go to school. It's a social obligation that you have to do. In this world, we have certain things which we got to do, we got to do. It's like breathing. You can't stop your breathing. I'm going to stop my breathing. You can't do that. You have to breathe. To run this body, you have to do these things. You have to eat food, breathe, wear clothes. Doesn't mean that you have to go to Paris and Milan and buy some fancy clothes for yourself. Oh, uh, Krishna says, you know, I can wear fancy clothes. Nobody says like that. Oh, that is not your basic need. Basic needs have to be met. He doesn't say. Okay. He doesn't say that you have to wear some white color clothes, orange color clothes, purple color clothes or black color clothes krishna is full you see he loves wearing good clothes right have you seen that or no you should see his mukut you should see his clothes he is a literally cool guy father in heaven is like that only cool but you should know one thing if you are a renunciate if you are wearing an orange color cloth you are a renunciate that's a different department. It is nothing to do with the de- devotion, by the way. In devotion, he has told you over here clearly what he says, the worldly duties have to be done. Those fellows who wear orange color clothes, they do not have any worldly duties to do. So don't mix these two guys together, okay? If you are wearing orange color clothes or you are, you are taking some sannyasa or something like that, that is a different ball game. here. Narada is very clear. He says, if you got to do your material worldly stuff, you got to do it. Activities such as eating indeed continue as long as the body exists. So in devotion, this is the crux of the matter. In devotion, you don't have to actually give up anything. All your material worldly duties, you can continue doing. So, if you are going to work, please go to work. If you are having a family and you have to take care of the family, take care of the family. But they are not your primary number one in love with devotion kind of stuff. Okay? Your devotion is only one there. Okay? So, I just have to make it very clear. If you are a woman, he is your husband, he is your father, he is your husband, whatever you want to call him. Okay? He is like that. And we are going to do this later on, where there are different kinds of devotees. How they are distinguished by what kind of relationship they have, we will be doing that also in the Narad Bhakti Sutra. So just now, we are going to stop over here. We have done till Sutra 14, time for the story, right? See, sometimes, you know, most of these things people don't like because they think it is all boring stuff. So people love only the stories and maybe I should keep it for the end, no? Do you remember yesterday's story? Yesterday's story was about Namdev. All right. Now, Namdev had gone to this temple to meet his guru. Okay. This temple is in a place in Maharashtra called Hingoli. It's a district. It's a district place called Hingoli. And the temple is called Aund Naganath Temple. Why am I telling you about all these things? It is said that this temple was first built way back in time By Yudhishthir also. Then it got destroyed. Then somewhere in the 12th or 11th, 13th century, the king over there made this temple again. It's a very unique temple. Shiva's temple. You can go and visit it. And in this temple, the guru of Namdev was sleeping. Remember, he had put his foot on that lingam. And when his foot was shifted by Namdev here, there, everywhere, another linga spread up. You know, it came up over there. So, in the end, what happened was, Visobha that is the guru who was sleeping, He gets up and he tells that God is everywhere. You see, we go to a temple and we look at one statue and we pray to it. How many temples have been destroyed in India, you know? Many temples have been destroyed in the past. Some due to natural causes, some by the invaders. Everybody came, they destroyed the temples, some by the natural causes also. So what Visuva tells him, Namdev, is that suppose the image gets destroyed. Do you think that the God was destroyed? No. God is in everything. So if you take up a black stone, God is in that stone also. If you take up an orange color stone, it is there in that also. If you take up any other, it is there in that as well. So God is in everything. But you require the eyes to see that God. So first, God has to exist within you. If you do not have that belief or that faith that God doesn't exist within you, then you, can, you will just see a stone in front of you. Isn't that how the belief is? Belief is created by different, different objects by the perception that we have. See, if I look at a very good looking person, I will say, oh, she is very beautiful. But she may turn out to be somebody terrible. So what I thought is different than that what that person is. Correct? In the same way, I may look at a very nice fruit. It looks very delicious and it may turn out into totally khatta, you know, flour. So he says, you got to have the God within you first. So in your heart, if the God is staying, then you will see God in that object. Otherwise, you can't see anything. Now, the start of the story. Remember, the name of the guru was Visoba Khechar. Khechar means what you know, mule. <laughs> you have heard of the mule? So, how did this name come about? Now, Visoba actually came from a very low caste family. And one day when he was standing, over there in the marketplace he was a tailor by profession by the way so he was standing with his friend his friend was a kumhar one who makes the pots so you see to make chapatis to make the flat bread you require a kind of a pan you know which was made of clay, clay. so he who are standing over there. And one young girl comes over there. Very small girl comes over there. And she says, I want a clay pan. For making chapatis. And these two guys. That is the person who is the potter. And the tailor. They start abusing them. Hey, don't have any money. Don't come in. Blah, blah, blah. All those kind of things. So the poor small girl. She goes crying to her brother. She is Muktabai. Muktabai was the youngest sibling of Namdev Nyandev. Nyandev. Nyan, Nya, uh, Nyan Nyandev Eldest brother was Nivriti Nath. That was the eldest brother. Nyandev. Nyan Dev is different than Nam Dev. Okay? I told you, you, know, Marathi is a very funny language that way. So, <laughs> Nyaneshwar I will call him. Nyaneshwar, Sopan and Muktabai. So, when Muktabai goes to her brother, says, you know, there is this fellow, he is talking nonsense and he is doing like this and you know, she starts crying. So, Nyaneshwar gets very angry. He says, you want to bake bread? I am already very angry. So he turns and on his back, the sister bakes the bread. The back becomes so hot. She bakes the bread on that. Now this is observed by this Visobagai. And when he comes to know that, oh my God, this is something very strange. So he comes and falls at the feet of Nyaneshwar. And Muktabai Bhai says, I am very, very sorry, I did not know this. At that time, Jnaneshwar calls him a mule, Khetar. <laughs> so that is the way his name turns out into Visoba Khetar. Visobha Khetar became one of the greatest disciples of Sant Jnaneshwar. And Muktabai later on took charge of him. The same girl, though this guy was an elderly person, remember that. But she took charge of him and she taught him everything. So now you know why his name was Visova Okay, someday I will tell you the story of how Nyaneshwar became Nyaneshwar. So today we will stop over here and I will see you all tomorrow at the same time. Take care and have a very good evening.